Good afternoon, Dr. Gary here on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. Today's topic is going to be under what circumstances should the buyer and seller of a dental practice participate in face-to-face -face negotiations? We're getting into a live uh, study on that one. Again, we try to give you breaking new information from the street, so to speak. Um, and all these things are true stories. Before we get into that, as you know, uh, excuse me, I need the sunglasses a little bright here. We've now been doing dental practice broker for 12 years. We have 10 employees. We're in 27 states. We're working uh, 363 days a year for you. And we take off Christmas and Easter. We're available from 7.30 a.m. in the morning, East Coast time, till 9.30 p.m. We pick up the phone every day. About the only time we don't pick up the phone is when we're swimming or when we're in the uh, plane flying. Other than that, we always have the phone with us from Florida to Maine to California to the South Pacific. Wherever it is, we're picking up the phone. And if I'm out of the country, my staff has the phone because the hours are off. But when I'm out of the country, I'm still checking every twice every 24 hours minimum uh, the emails. So I stay on top of everything. Anyway, so the information or, or contact information is 201-663-0935. Our website is dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwidedentalpracticebroker.com. You can always reach us. Just give us a call. Information you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. It is not legal or business advice. Now, if you're a DSO and you want to sell, uh, please give us a call because often they will pay our commission. So therefore, there'll be no commission to you. And under certain circumstances, based on criteria, we may be able to get all of your legal fees reimbursed at the closing, at successful closing. So give us a ring. We'll give you details on that. Now, we um, also give free consultations, so call us and we can chat about your office. But if you have any questions, whether you're a client or not, just call us. We'll be happy to chat with you. So anyway, with today's topic, why don't we talk about this? Now, generally, I don't like the buyer and seller negotiating anything. I think it should be up to the attorneys. The buyer and the seller meet each other initially and uh, get a comfort level for each other, view the office, hopefully when the staff's not around, but view the office, get to know each other, communicate, it's fine. Uh, you don't wanna have tremendous amount of contact, and light contact is fine. And as negotiations proceed, it's really the attorneys, because whatever is positive financially uh, for the buyer is negative for the seller. It's just not a symbiotic relationship, but they are focused on getting the deal closed. It's focus on the target, get the deal closed, go to the closing table. So your, your attorneys will handle negotiations. Your bank is gonna do the finance and give you some idea of value. We're gonna be there in the middle, navigating the waters, 
any issues and problems, we're there to help you. So please call us on that anytime during negotiations. That's where the, we as a role as the broker play. We answer the phone all the time. We keep our finger on the pulse of every single deal. We just don't say, okay, see you at the closing table. No, it's every single deal, get involved. And that's what we pride ourselves on. So anyway, as we proceed forward, um, let's get into this uh, situation where, under what circumstances should the buyer and seller, with the attorney's approval, um, negotiate a little bit, have more meetings together, more one-on-one. -on -one. It depends, I'd say. It depends on how long the seller is engaged after the deal. If it's a DSL, then they want you to stay on two, three, four years. But if it's a private sale, historically, you're not staying on that long. Every deal is different, of course. Or maybe you own the real estate and you want to keep an eye on things. So, and you're also a landlord, obviously. So, maybe under those circumstances, with the knowledge of the attorneys. Because you don't want to start negotiating with the buyer direct, ever, really. First of all, you don't ever want to cut out the broker. Brokers should be involved in everything that's going on or else you get a he said, she said. Everything should flow through the attorneys. But the attorneys may say to you or there may come a time that it really pays to uh, have the seller and the buyer have a cordial sit-down meeting if things are not progressing as well. Not progressing as well means there's a lot of heat going on. There's a lot of issues going on. There's a lot of things that have to be resolved that the attorneys aren't able to do. Now, attorneys are generally able to handle anything, especially if it's two great dental attorneys. They can handle anything because they've been through troubled and uncharted waters. Whereas you as a buyer or a seller, maybe you did it a few times. You haven't done it hundreds of times. So leave it up to the attorneys. But they may recommend now and then. So when should you get together? Depends on circumstances. If the seller's gonna be involved, owns a real estate, or it's gonna be involved in later on working at the practice, and the attorney suggested, yeah, maybe it's a good idea. Because in the end, you, the buyer, have to drive your um, attorney forward, and you, the seller, have to drive your attorney forward. So everybody has to be driven forward, and you're the client. So we've had circumstances that it was advisable for the buyer and the sellers to sit down. Have a little, so to speak, make peace with one another. Try to sort things out. Historically, a buyer wants to buy the practice and that's his direction. The seller wants to sell, that's his direction or her direction, excuse me. I mean, that's where they're heading. And you'll never want to, you know, you want to maintain that relationship. If they're gonna be involved post-closing, maintain it even more. Set the playing field. Sometimes when you sit face-to-face, -face, you can iron out a few things, or you simply make each other feel confident. Now, historically, it's making the buyer feel more confident, but the seller can do that. The seller can talk about all the cases that uh, he didn't push for, because he was getting towards a retirement age, the seller could talk about a, uh, uh, a spouse that was getting divorced that was going to happen in another year or two. And when the spouse mentioned what they and indeed do get, you know, divorced, they're going to go back into the dating scene and they're going to do a makeover of their teeth. And they've been telling about the dentist about this for a long time. 
Well, the dentist happens to know that the divorce is coming to an end. And he can swing that case over to you because the practice will be sold before that case is settled. And he can swing the case over to you. So you want to keep the seller uh, happy. Buyer should be happy too. But there's a lot of benefits to the buyer. The seller can explain, I'm not pushing, I'm not marketing. Um, there's a certain number of groups of dental insurance I didn't join. You might think about that. So this is what goes on. So depending on the longevity, then I'd say, yeah, I think it's a good idea to sit down. But I'd like you as the buyer or seller, just ask my advice and the attorney's advice. Because you don't want to start negotiating with the buyer or a seller and then nobody knows what you negotiated. Or you may be negotiating something that is contraindicated. Don't do that. You know, don't negotiate, but you can communicate. Make each other feel uh, a comfort level. That's more so what your meeting is going to be for. If you start negotiating, this, the, uh, the attorney doesn't know the ramifications of what you're doing because he doesn't know, he doesn't hear you negotiate. It's not a good idea. Don't negotiate terms and price, but negotiate, you know, the uh, the environment before and after the sale of the practice, what's going to happen post-closing. You can talk about those things, but always with the attorney involved if you can, and we'll get it together. So those are some tips for today. Uh, we hope to see you. It is beautiful. I am going to, it's September, but if I could, I'd go to the beach today. If not, I'm southbound tomorrow. Out of here. Bye now.